The opinions expressed on this program may be considered offensive, crude, or politically incorrect. They are merely those of the speakers and not of the affiliates and or sponsors. Welcome to the 75th episode of Multiple Perspectives, the podcast where we take a look at controversial issues from many points of view. Coming up on this week, a look into the American work culture. I'm your host, Kay, and joining me is a feline behavior expert, Joe. Hello, everybody. Is that what you are? A feline expert. No, 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 a feline behavior expert. Feline behavior expert am i that no not really is you that is you that? no <laughs> no feline no. all right well canine behavior expert i'm neither that too man human no Fe- female human behavior expert is female that what you are human behavior expert i'd be the opposite of that <laughs> I don't I don't think that exists. So I think we're good to go on that front. But let's hop into uh, this week's topic. Uh, we're basically going to be talking about how uh, overworked the Americans are compared to the rest of the world. Well, maybe except Japan. Have you seen how they work in Japan? Yes, I've uh, heard stories that some of them fall asleep on a train or something or they drink so much after work. They just work That sounds like America. They're just like super workaholics, so that's what I hear. I heard that in Japan, the common culture is that you have to be there when your boss shows up, and you have to be there when your boss leaves. Like you have to say bye to your boss. Is that how it is? No, you just have to be there. You have to be there more than your boss. Well, that's how it is right now for me. You're saying you have to be there when your boss shows up and you have to be there when your boss leaves? Well, usually the boss leaves before me. You've never you've never shown up after your boss and left before well, your I boss. Well, I have shown after my boss. But I have mm, I've probably left once because I wasn't feeling well. Well, that just means you're afraid of your oh, boss. man. I need some therapy, man. All right, so when when people are talking about the American work culture, one country they always bring up, or they, we bring up a few countries. Usually it's France, it's uh, Sweden, that's another one. I think Poland might be on the list as well. But this article comes from businessinsider.com, and it reads, A CEO explains the biggest difference between Swedish and American work culture. It says... Don't fancy, don't trust those fancy perks. And these are the fancy perks that every American knows. Things like free food, movies, and booze. But the pattern is that these are things that encourage you to stay at the office. So do you have this stuff at your company? Nah, you know, they'll lay out some snacks and stuff, but... Or give out... Like Lunchables? I don't know, free coffee for... (laughs) They would, you know, they would give some uh, gift cards or uh, movie cards and your birthday or something, but nothing like on a pamphlet or they just leave it out on the table. No, 
Was there a fridge of drinks at your company at all? There is a fridge. But there's no drinks? I mean, there's other people's drinks that people could Are there snacks? Snacks. Yeah, in some area there are snacks. But it's not provided by the company. The the employees kind of set it up themselves. Wow. Your company sounds very depressing. Your company isn't even on this list. So... (laughs) So basically, the the uh, CEO of a company called Tokaboka, uh, his name is uh, Bjorn, or Bjorn, I don't know how to say these Swedish names, Jeffrey, uh, he says that perks often in the U.S. encourage people to stay at the office. Like, we'll give you breakfast if you come in earlier, we'll give you dinner if you stay late. As long as you stay in the office, we will reward you. So you're saying you don't even see that at your company. I've seen it at so many companies. I think it's just the industry of your company is different. But uh, in the tech world, that's all it is. 99% of companies is just trying to get you to stay at the office. That's all it is. It sounds great because you always hear about people working at Google. You know, they get free snacks, free daycare for their kids. But once you look at it, it's all things that, that encourage you to stay longer and show up earlier. Don't you think so? Yeah, it's like... Uh... Giving a dog a treat is training you to stay longer. Isn't it? Isn't it like conditioning? That's what I think. Well, you could argue that every move we make in life is conditioning. Sure. You know, but an example for me is uh, ice cream would suddenly appear. I feel like, oh, there's some negativity around the office. That's... Bring some ice cream so everybody's hopes goes up a little bit. Don't you think that sometimes? It's strategic. Well, yeah. I mean, it's cheaper to spend $20 on a box of ice cream than have everyone not be productive. Hmm. That's true. This is how it is. It's a strategic business move. So Jeffrey here, he actually argues that it might be more efficient if employees just went home and got some rest. Uh, his company uh, actually has 70 employees, and he thinks that's the biggest difference between Swedish uh, people in the workforce and American people in the workforce. Also, the, the big thing is that uh, nobody takes vacation in the U.S. anymore. When's the last time you took a vacation? I haven't. I filed for one. When's the last time, when's the last time you took a real lunch break or a real break at work? Uh, I, I take a whole hour, man. I take a whole hour off. Well, the difference here is you're actually on on the clock. Oh well, yeah, I am. Most of the most of the tech work world isn't on the clock. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're whenever you feel like it, when you need to. I am on the clock, but I take an hour lunch. I don't think that's even enough. Where's the other thing in Sweden? Uh, everybody takes summer vacation. If you read that part above the article here. Uh, it's actually a listicle, but uh, this one says that everyone takes a summer vacation. It's actually expected because in Sweden, there's really only a few weeks of summer in the actual summer that it's actually an overall thing, not just for the workforce. Everyone goes out and enjoys that summer. So uh, would you enjoy having a summer every year? Oh, yeah, man. I remembered uh, summer vacation during school. Three months off. I don't know if teachers get the same thing. You know what I mean? They do. Three months off? Is that what they get to when the students are off? 
Yeah, there's a few weeks of workshops, but I mean, most of the summer is off. I love that, man. Three months. What, did you do something productive or did you sit at home? Oh, you know, back in the day, it was unproductive, but I learned that three months, you could really work on yourself three months with nobody bothering you if you're disciplined enough. Okay, so let, let me put it this way, though. What, what if we suddenly got that three months of summer every year, everybody in the workforce? At what point does it do we, we start getting used to it and we say, three months? That's nothing. We need four months. We're going to make it six months. <laughs> yeah, make it six months. Why not make it 11 months? Why don't we months? just work one month a year? <laughs> it's never going to be good enough for people. So I don't think that's, that's very productive, uh, even if we start it. Um, but the thing with vacation is that a lot of companies, especially in the Silicon Valley, are doing this this unlimited vacation bullshit. You actually have a set PTO, is that correct? Yeah, depending on how many years I've been working at the place and like some kind of equation with how much time I worked. I have a set amount of time, you know. But, you know, like I filed recently for vacation and I should have took more, but I only took a week off, man. I don't know if that's considered what'd vacation. You, what'd you do during the week? What am I going to do? Oh, you haven't taken it yet. So what, what are you going to well, do during I'm, that I'm week? I'm going to Las Vegas that week, man. Is, is that, is that for the drugs or for the again? <laughs> for both. Uh, it's, it's for, uh, it's for a friend, I guess. Gambling, I would guess. Okay. All right. Good answer. And so the thing with vacation, though, the commonest, the co- most common thing I hear vacation among people, and I say it too, is that I hate, I hate it when I have to come back to a pile of work. Yeah, I thought about that too, man. When when, when I was filing for vacation, uh, I thought about coming back. I can't. I'm, I'm going to come back at the end of the month when we close the books. I'm like, uh, if I took two weeks off, man, it might be too much when I come back. I thought about it. Well, I mean, if you come back after that one week, you could still have a pile of work waiting for you, right? There will be a pile of work waiting for me. So what's what's the point of that vacation, then? You just come back and you work extra hard to catch up. (laughs) Yeah. That's true, man. It is to if it is force your body to recover, you know. I mean, you do have the weekend; you can recover then, or the four hours you get after you go home. Yeah, but it's never enough for people. You know, it's never good enough. It might be good enough. Let's say we started taking Fridays off for everybody, regardless of what job you're in. We start taking every Friday off a year from now, maybe even a month from now. People are going to say, "What? That's it." Only the Friday off? We need the Monday off, too. That's kind of a slippery slope, though, isn't it? Is it? Have you not seen us being regular human beings always wanting more? Oh, of course. You know, same thing with a speed limit. Oregon, it was 55. Uh, I guess California had a slower speed limit on the highway. And now it's 65, and people don't want 65. They want a 70, 75. Right, but you know, if we move to 75, what are they going to want? Oh, man, it's too slow, man. I want an 80. It's I never want a good enough. You know, How about we just make it infinite? 
that's that's just how it is. All right, so uh, let's move on to our next article in this segment here. This one comes from WFAA, and uh, that's just a division of ABC. And this says, out with the 9 to 5, Dallas-based company ditches the time clock. So this one relates a little bit more to you as a, you know someone who is actually on the clock. This covers a company where Michael Garcia works, and he basically is never at the office anymore because he just works from home. Uh, this company used to implement the 830 to you know 530. It's just a team of uh, tax accountants who are just basically a tax sweatshop. Ever since the company implemented the uh, destruction, basically, of the time clock, they seem to have gotten their productivity up. Is this something that's plausible for your type of company? No, because because I'm part of um, inventory and supply chain. I physically got to be there, man. To and do what? Like, there's kind of like a work schedule between everybody. If I were to be there on a Saturday while everybody was gone, there's no purpose of me being there. It's when the assemblers are there. This isn't... It's not plausible for me to even work at home. No. I physically have to be there. Why do you physically have to be there? Because people need stuff when they're building it. So Are you bringing the stuff to, to them? No. They're asking for... So you're not, the guy, you're not the guy who personally puts the stuff on a cart and wheels it to them? No. No. How people so why do you work need to be there? Under, I guess, under me. Push because they they run into some problems. So problems that you need to be there for. Uh, Yeah, that doesn't sound like a definite. Yeah, it sounds like a kind of. Say again. That does not sound like a definite. Yeah, it sounds like a kind of. That I need to be there. Yep. Well, I do need to be there, man. Do, do you need to be there or do you feel that you need to be there? Uh, I think I need to be there. I don't know. The, the, so the production managers and engineers go to me for questions. I, I don't know if they could just email me, but usually they need stuff right away. So I kind of push they people. call you. I mean, they can call me from the phone. Yeah. But they want to show me the material. What do you say when you see the material? You know, I say, okay, um, we need to send it back to the vendor, all that stuff, take pictures of it, inform the buyer, let them know the thing's going to be late, all the other stuff. Okay, well, if they're showing you stuff, you know, they can just take a picture of that and send it to you. Theoretically, all this can be done without an office, without a factory. You know, the only thing that really needs to be there are the basically the people building the physical things. But nowadays, you're probably, you know, in the 20% of the industry where where you're building something physical. Nobody nobody sells anything physical anymore. Well, it's mostly software for some people, but we we actually build stuff and we ship machines. So, so you're say, you're saying the telecommunication would never work for your industry. I mean, for some people, they can't work at home, like the planners and uh, 
I guess some of the buyers can. But I'm 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 in between the uh the buyers, the planners and the the builders and assemblers, so I don't know if I, it's good to say I'm like a middleman. They could cut me out anytime. Yeah, that means you're unnecessary. But let's move along here. Let's talk about the work-life balance uh, of your company. How is it? Is it is it good? Is it could it use improvement? What's wrong with it? My work-life balance. I mean, it's pretty good. I mean, uh, we get off at three on Friday. Well, it's because you're on the clock. You're supposed That's the difference. to. You're supposed to get off at three on Friday. We work 8.5, 8.5, 8.5, 8.5, then 3 o'clock on Friday to make up 40 for the week. Instead of 8, 8, 8, 8, 8. See, that's a classic, that's a classic timesheet company. You know, companies like yours are going, they're, they're gone, basically. Especially in the Silicon Valley. You know, there are no companies you're going to find that are like that. It, so, work-life work balance, work-life blending isn't really an issue for you guys. Well, it's more like... Uh, I think where most companies today, they are very well involved in, uh, I guess, people's uh, needs outside of work. I think I feel like, to me, people separate work at the office and going home. That's what I do. You don't think about it after you leave. I mean, I, I guess some salary people do. I'm thinking they're probably working at home. We'll say once they leave the office physically. So you have a balance between that. If you're having a salary versus a guy who works on a clock. Okay. I mean, well, well it, as if you were a CEO, how would you handle it? How, how would you handle, handle the work-life balance for your employees? Uh, I would regularly check up with them if they need to take vacation, man. You know, Make you sure. say that now, but if if you say that now, when you're a CEO, you're just going to cut everyone's vacations. Yeah, because uh, you're trying to make money, man. The the from my experience, when I've seen companies and see a lot of people quit, high turnover rate costs a lot, right? You got you got to create an environment where people can uh, feel like they're needed. If that doesn't happen. Uh, I don't think it's going to be that productive. I mean, people do show up at work, but you think how, how productive are they really? I question that. You can tell easily if you uh, walk by them or walk behind them, they quickly shut down a window into their computer screen. Mm -hmm. If I was a CEO, I'd walk by and whoever does that, you're fired. Mm. Or I'll be like, hey, show me that screen that you just closed. And if they don't show me, they're fired. Whoa. <laughs> well, that would make a tricky work environment, man. Well, you know what? There's a good percentage of the workforce who are just wasting money and wasting time by not being efficient workers. That's the other side of this, you know? A lot of people, yeah, all these work-life balance, all these benefits are great. But if you're a shitty worker, you don't need to be hired. You need to, like... You need to go back to school or do something productive with your life. We need to send you on a train somewhere. A train to paradise? Well, we call it paradise, but it won't be. 
Well, you know these uh, these perks. Do you think that makes people lazier? Or well, it depends what the perk is. You know, if the perk is there's a pool table in every office, then yeah, it's gonna make people because people can't handle distractions. Most people can't handle distractions very well. That's why you got people browsing YouTube at work, you know, and not working. Oh, I mean, like you? <laughs> well, you know, I still get my work done, but I do browse YouTube. Oh, okay. That's a difference. Like, That's a difference. If you're browsing YouTube and not getting your work done, hmm. we're sending you off on a train. But if you if you can do all that stuff and still be efficient, then fine, whatever. I mean, from all the workplaces I've I've worked at, uh, I'm not gonna tell specifically, but you know, I've seen people talk on the phone all day. Is that you? No. You know, like they're talking to somebody outside of work. I don't like it at all. I, you know, from observing people and how they work. Even though, stalking people. Well, not stalking people. I'm talking about evaluating people <laughs> at a professional level. <laughs> that's it. That's just the formal word for stalking people. It, it's like, okay, so this new person that came in, it worked harder than this person who's a veteran. The veteran just stays around, uh, seeming like he works. Or she Wait, works. this is a war veteran or, or just like a... No, like, like a work veteran. They've been there okay, for a while. Okay, got it. You got to clear that up, man. Yes, that's what I mean. Like, uh, it, it, it totally sucks when you see somebody who uh, just doesn't do anything, really. I hear jealousy sometimes from people. It's like, yeah, how come that person got promoted or... How come this person get paid more? Oh, that's because they're not lazy asses like you. No, but for people, they believe that they're lazy. And maybe it's just jealousy, though. What? You know, for me, instead of these perks, how about you just give me a raise, man? Instead Would you work harder? Spending, spending the money. Ah, uh, that's a difference, though. Buying, buying, buying everybody lunch on Mondays is a lot cheaper than giving a raise. That is true. That is so true. that's how it is. And you would think the same way if you were the CEO. That is true, man. Unless unless you actually contribute to the company and actually make it money, help it make it money. You're right. Why should I give you a raise? You know, we need we need to cut out currency. We need to just trade, okay? Give you a sack of potatoes for that goat. <laughs> you know? That would make life simpler. Or you just take, you just claim. That's all you need to do. Ooh, claim. Man. That's anarchy, man. I claim this land for myself. Anybody who goes on this land must pay me a tax. No, no, no. There's no money. Oh, must give me a goat <laughs> and potatoes. <laughs> all right, let, let's cut to our break here. When we get back, we're going to be jumping in here and uh you seem to be a little bit more focused on the uh, you know nine to five the uh, time clock people so uh been to you you're listening to mp
Let's move on to this article from Fortune.com titled How to Put America's 24-7 Work Culture to an End. So this article first starts off talking about those perks from our previous article like gourmet dinners, on-site gyms, and nap rooms. You don't have a nap room, do you? Yeah, the floor. The floor? Oh, no, no, no. It's, I, we do have a nap room. It's across the hall. It's the door that says men on it. <laughs> it's usually where I nap. Uh, the, uh, was it the, the, the baby shelf? A diaper yeah, changing don't station? Have, well, yeah, we don't even have one of those. I guarantee we have one in the women's bathroom, though, which is sexist as hell. Mm, I don't know if we even have that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, they used to only put it in the women's bathroom. Oh, really? Which is sexist against men, but, you know, sexism against men doesn't exist. No, it does not. But that's another episode. Well, this this article states that more than ever, companies are taking the long view of talent management. Talent management. Meaning that they believe their employees are happiest when they can be effective in the workplace, as well as their personal lives. Okay, well, let's pause for a second and take a look at these undeniable perks that everyone loves so much from companies like Netflix and Google. Would you feel more appreciated if they were on-site dinners and, you know, massage rooms and pool tables? Would that make you want to work? No, it'd make me just want to play. Are you being serious? Because then you would be one of those people who can't handle distractions. (laughs) <laughs> Probably not, man. Well, if we get a shooting range at the office, I think I'd be happy. Oh, yeah. I, I think I need a punching bag, actually. And if the targets, instead of those those cutouts, it would just be management. <laughs> <laughs> and the management's okay with it. Yeah. I mean, cutouts of management, not management. Oh, so. okay. Okay, okay. You know, if there was food, that'd be nice, man. I like that. If there, were, if somebody were to serve us lunch, they cook it. That'd be good. If there was a cafeteria, like uh, so, you're saying you're saying you would take that over a raise? No, that's not what I said. It's too late. You've already gotten the cafeteria and no raise for five in years. The, in in our first section, I did talk about how come why can't no? It's over, man. Raise? It's over. I'm the CEO. I just gave you the cafeteria. There's no more raise. All right, just give me the. You're an idiot. Back. You opted for the cafeteria over the race. <laughs> yes, the the cafeteria food. I want the cafeteria food. I just want to be fed, and we're good. But but in all seriousness, you know things like that. They don't make me feel more appreciated. They make me feel like my company wants me to stay there twenty four seven. Yeah, isn't it like? Uh, for me, it's like a cookie. You know, it's like giving the bread. Giving the bread to the civilians before they revolt. Every time I see that, it's like when you hear people like complain and then suddenly they have pizza everywhere. People just shut up, man. (laughs) You're you're thinking of like first grade. Well, you know, isn't isn't it just like, like first grade? For some people. Yeah, maybe maybe your office. My work's more like kindergarten. Dang, dude. <laughs> Paint. Painting with your hands. 
Grow, growing butterflies from the caterpillars. Wow, is that how it is? Yeah, nap we, time? We did that. No, we didn't have nap time. That's preschool. Did you have bean bags? No, I had bean bags in first grade. I don't remember. Oh, we, were in the, we, we, yeah, we were in the same class. Yeah, we were in the same first We were in the same class, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so companies are looking at work-life balance. I don't think people taught anybody about work life balance well work life balance is relatively a new thing um but to me it's not work life balance it's work life blending where you're blurring the line between what is work and what is life you know google has on-site laundromats on-site daycare for your kids on-site pet care on-site massages on-site cafeteria is that life or is that work that is they, they want to make a life Here's a quote from one of the managers that uh, operate at my workplace. He said to us, this place is your home. You spend more time here than at the place that you sleep, which is the house that you, your home, quote unquote. Think about how many hours you spend in the office, you know. You just go home to sleep, he said. So try to keep it tidy. You're talking about keeping it clean. That's kind of sad, isn't it? Oh, it's not sad. It's it's, it's it's extremely sad. <laughs> you spend 40 hours plus at a place that is so sanitized, so, uh, you know, uniform in some places. That's like your life, man. 8 o'clock, 5.30. 8 o'clock, 5.30. What, 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 is, what is stopping you from just saying, I'm not going to do this anymore? I mean, I can. Fear, though. So fear is stopping you. Is, 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 that, is, is fear stopping Americans? Yeah, of course, man. Most of us are financially unfit. I think that's why. We want to uh, feel secure financially. Thinking that uh, a nine to five is going to make us feel that's that why way. you only you, you that, only do the bare minimum and then you stop. <laughs> <laughs> Just as long as I get my paycheck. Yeah. So you know if you're if, if you're always giving one hundred and ten percent, what happens when they ask you to give one hundred and ten percent? They they don't give you a raise. They just say, "Hey, good." Yeah, to, to let's just keep this guy. To me, I mean, I, I hope that my boss isn't listening. There's a huge chance. There's no chance he's listening, actually. But basically, it's the squeaky wheel gets the oil, you know. And this, in this case, the oil is the the one who works really well. And at most companies, when you're the best worker, what happens? You get more work. Yeah, you know, sometimes I feel overloaded, man. Because uh, you mean like emotionally, or, or you're just so full of happiness. Oh yeah, everything, everything, man. Overloaded with uh, work and like, happiness, some pressures of happiness. <laughs> no, not at all, man. Just dread. <laughs> it's just uh, when you're so good at what you do. Are you talking like, about yourself? Yeah, everybody now. I'm talking about somebody who's very uh, close to my appearance and uh, attitude. So, your twin? Um, well, not my twin. His attitude is completely different. <laughs> what I'm saying is when you go up to a certain skill level and people come to you so much, it's like, 
dang, people are now wanting to do their, you to do their work. Yeah. Okay. So there is a certain point where you're, you're just working too well. So how do you find that line? I mean, I mean, like, do you want to reach that line and be rewarded? Is it worth it if you're rewarded? If I'm rewarded with what? Yeah. With what? If, if I with money. Okay. Yeah. See, that I can't happen. I don't care happen. about the other stuff, man. That can't happen. Well, what if it's not? gift cards? You want Amazon gift cards? Would that make you happy? <laughs> no, because that that's not gonna help. Victoria's Secret gift cards. <laughs> I'm like, nah, 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 nah. That's okay. Give me more money. That's how you show me appreciation. I don't care about a placard. I don't care about a title. Give me money. That's how you show your appreciation. All right. All right. Visa gift card. That's just as good as money. Oh, sure. If you can spend it. But you can only spend it at, at, at Best Buy. And then that's not a Visa <laughs> gift card. Then <laughs> It's a Best Buy Visa gift card. <laughs> What am I going to need a TV for? I need money to yeah, save it's up. Yeah, it's $100, but you can only get it if you spend, uh, you know, $50,000 at Best Buy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, how, how do you keep up with the industry's demand for the best talent to stay there? Well, as, as, as a like manager, you know, as, as a people manager, that's what you're always asking. It's like, what if, what if uh, this guy who's really good leaves? How do I keep him here? I think that's what they're asking. Yeah. Because turnaround, man, that costs a lot of people money. Think about the training, the hours. Retraining people. I think it's to the point where some companies just don't want to piss people off. Well, they know you're dreadful. Well, here's the thing. There are a lot of shitty workers because... Some people, managers, don't want to do that turnover because it's a waste of time and money. So, they rather just keep that mediocre worker there and not waste that money. Even though it causes hella problems every day? Well, guess what? It's not their that problems. It's your money. problems. Yeah, that's what sucks, man. When somebody makes a mistake, I usually i am the one who's dealing with it. Like, shouldn't have this person already gone, you know, kicked out? It costs me more to fix the problem. Just start firing people. But I don't have the power to fire like, people. You don't need the power. Make the power. Make the power. Just get out of here. If if you oh, if yeah, you do yeah. it with enough confidence, they'll believe it, and they will come in next the next day. <laughs> Just sign this post-it note right here. With confidence. Let, let's move on to our next. Uh, Next article. This this one's kind of like this a, one scares me actually. Article. This is uh, coming from tech.co. Five ways to create a quote fantastic work culture. So they talk about a lot of our a lot of companies here in the Silicon Valley: Google, Cisco, Dell, and well, Starbucks, I guess. It's a worldwide company now. They say they pay their employees well. Yeah, that's true. And they also talk about the perks, how they treat their employees. But do, do you dream about working for these companies? No. no why not? 
Because I've, you know, for sort I'm not going to tell the company for some people I play with basketball with. Uh, it's the same kind of feeling. Say bo- bullshit. Get paid well. Same old stuff is just a different name. Same old that bullshit. you work for. <laughs> same old bull. It, it's yeah, sure. You got a, you got a bigger company. You think about these companies. They're huge, right? Compared to the company that I work for, it's a medium, small, personal, family-owned company, right? These companies are public, and you're building, your parking lot could fit so much people, you probably don't know everyone in the company, right? And you're just a number, I feel like it. I would think you're just a number. Well, just isn't that people. what you want to be? You know, you just want to separate work from life. So, wouldn't you rather That's be a number? That's what I feel like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, I'm just in a cog in a machine. Right. So, wait, is that what you want, though? You just want to be basically the robot that shows up, works, and then goes home, never thinks about blah, it? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rah, malfunction, malfunction. <laughs> yeah. yeah um, I'd rather just show up to work, get the job done, make sure everybody gets paid and bounce. I can't be totally integrated into it. If if it's work, that's how it's going to be, right? Just for people, just as long as you get paid, man, get the job done. Okay, there there needs to be two sections for every company. One section is the, the you know, work and play section. The other section is just the work section and go home. The work and play section, they can talk to each other all they want. They can have their snacks and their mocha lattes all day and stay until 8 p.m. The work section... We, we show up at 9, we leave at 5 every day. Nobody talks to each other. We get it done. Everybody takes vacation. That's it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like a robot. <laughs> My job could probably be replaced by a robot. I think all our jobs at this point can be... This podcast could be replaced by robots. You know. Everything that we do. Are we the robots? Are we the robots? We are the cog in the machines, man. What is you? It's <laughs> <laughs> my favorite question. What is I? Well, let's move on to the the, the list. Let's let's read it this, down. This uh, this list scares me, to be honest. I read the and it's <laughs> so, so the first one that highlighted is. Leadership requires poise. That's what Hitler said. Oh, it's no, not. It sounds like something he said. Yeah, he's saying if your leadership embodies the right attitude, temperament, and people management skills, the employees will develop a sense of security, trust, gratitude, and team spirit. Look, this list could be just rebranded as, you know, tips for organizing your cult. And it's the same thing. <laughs> it works. Let's just go down the list uh, pretty fast and talk about everything else. That's how we do it. Uh, clarity and communication. Sure. Make sure that you speak in front of everybody with passion. Employee Employer must nurture a sense of trust and care so employees don't shy away from directly approaching the top management to communicate their personal and work-life changes. Would you be shy to walk up to your boss and say, hey, this is too much work? Mm. I'm trained to the way where when 
I programmed in a way when I was in school, man, I didn't complain about the work. Even though it was too much. So four plus two equals six was too much work for you? Yeah, it was too much, man. Six periods of homework and projects going on at the same time. I don't know. I would actually uh, feel weaker if I were to say that to my boss. Oh, you want less work? Just don't show up in it. Don't show up. Is that what you'd say as a boss? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, sure. Just don't show it tomorrow. I don't know. Well, let's move on. Acknowledge, appreciate, and reward. That's how you train a dog. Well, that's what it is, yeah. right? You give him a treat. There's a lot of, I feel like there's a lot of people who are not admired at work. Are you one of them? Uh, maybe. Sorry, do you feel that you're one of them? Do I feel like I'm on, uh, I mean, people tell me that I'm pretty good to the job, but if I don't see any money going up, it doesn't mean anything. I appreciate it. I appreciate the comment, but, uh, there's no substance behind it. Only if there's money. Yeah, you know that's that, how you show that, appreciation. That is what your potential girlfriends say to you. So I, 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 th- I think we're in a very <laughs> what say? In, what I, I appreciate the comments, but there's no money, so there's no substance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but your work employer is not your girlfriend. I think. Well, no. In this situation, you're the girlfriend. Oh shoot, man. That's kind of sexist, isn't it? <laughs> Not really. Okay. Let's move on to uh, relationships. Uh, let's talk about the team. Together, everyone achieves more. That's that's a cult. Together, forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just take this cyanide pill. Oh, man. Building a positive team culture will motivate your employees to work towards a bigger purpose and see beyond their personal growth and accomplishments. When I feel like in most places, it's a dog-eat-dog. Yeah? People are always after looking out for themselves. Well, yeah, aren't you? Oh, yeah, of course. Okay, so you know? so why, why are you saying it like well, it's a bad that's thing? That's what I'm saying. When it comes to a team, a close-knit team, it really, you really have to like grow together okay. and work All right, together. but but you know, the closest knit team, what do you think the chances are that your one guy is going to stab another guy in the back for a promotion? Uh It's a pretty damn good chance. It depends. Depends man. on what if the guy is you or not. No, that's not. I'd stab you in the back for no reason. Oh, that's good, man. I'd stab you in the front. In the back. I'd stab you from the... I don't like what you did, man. I'd stab you in the front and the back. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, maybe people get for the promotion, but if you maybe had an open communication with your own team and say, hey, hey guys, you know, it was nice work with you guys, um, but I'm going to take this opportunity. Right? 
All right, yeah, that's fair enough. But, you know, that's very idealistic. In real life, there's a very small chance that that would actually happen without anybody getting jealous of you or thinking that you're not mm. worth it. Hmm. That's true, that's true. But how about let's move on to the last one. Balance between work and play. So rising competition across the world is forcing global workforce to be on their toes all the time. So, yeah, I guess you don't want that much pressure at work. You want to make sure that the employees are happy. and uh, So, this is like an HR issue, isn't it? Uh, you know, idealistically it is, but a lot of companies now, HR is just management. Do you have an HR department at your company? Yes, we do. That's very rare for a lot of Silicon Valley companies. Is it self-managing now? Yeah. And HR people, here's the manual. You know, people hate, including me, HR people for very good reasons. Okay, why? <laughs> they cannot, and I'm generalizing, obviously. But every time I've spoken to, and this is going to cost me some job offers, probably saying this. Every time I've spoken <laughs> to an on. HR person, they are so incompetent with communication. It's like they're trained not to respond to you. Oh, okay. Have you spoken to your HR people? How about? I mean, what if they have a lot of, you know, people trying to inquire? Oh, yeah, sure. Everybody's so busy, you know. Yeah, I'm busy. Sorry, I'm so busy. No one is really busy. It's just about how you handle your workload. Mm-hmm. I, I don't trust anyone who says, oh, I'm too busy for that. Really? Why don't you just go home then? Yeah. Just take the day off. Same and same thing. And tomorrow. Yeah. You want to hang out? Uh, I'm too busy. Oh, okay. How come you have time uh, to just, post I'll all just that t- shit on Instagram? I'll, I'll just tell you straight up. No, nah, I don't want to go, man. <laughs> no, nah, I'm not really busy. I just don't want to go. So, yeah, in terms of this topic, though, it's not really a, a good topic to to do around articles. So, why don't we spend the last minutes of the episode here? Just what we call what Eminem would call freestyling. Okay. No articles, Pretty just sound, open okay. talks. What, what what are your issues with 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 the American work culture as it stands? It's very zombie like. But is that what you want? You show up to work, you go home. I know when it's a work, when it's a job, when you need money. It's not. It's not friendly at work, man. Sometimes it's really stressful at work, but sometimes you need the stress, right? Everybody's trying to get paid. The company's goal is to stay alive, isn't it? Now, I was talking to I was talking to my dad. He's talking about like think about it when you go to work when you're contributing. Aren't you trying to help everybody get paid too around you? Well, you know, if it's not your the company, company you're just helping the CEO get richer. Sure, but if the company goes under, wouldn't that mean everybody else around you is just going to get laid off or lose their job? But anyways, even a big company could just say, eh, F you guys, man. I got paid. I'm just going to kick you guys all out. We're going to sell the company. Well, anybody could that do happens. that. You, you could say, hey, I'm going to take this paycheck. Not going to show up tomorrow. Oh, yeah, I can do that. I have that power. But you're not going to do it, obviously. Well, yeah, because I'm still figuring everything out. 
it's very, very, very tricky. I mean, what do you think? Like, well, I think this. What do you think about American culture? I think this American work, work life blending bullshit needs to stop. Okay, the thing with the you know cafeterias and bakeries uh, on on site massage rooms, nap rooms, all that shit. Just stop doing that. Just stop putting money towards that. And basically, companies need to understand that people work differently from each other. Like I said, similar to a smoking section and a non-smoking section, we need a section for workers who just want to work and then a section for workers who want to play and work. You know? And then everybody needs to take an assessment every year, and if you score under the the score, the you know the required score, you get shipped off in a train to uh, on black site to to uh, to Google, <laughs> not to Comcast because that company is you know, so it. shitty. <laughs> Throwing shots every day on this show, Comcast is shitty. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it's terrible. So is AT and T. <laughs> and pg and Well, these companies, do you think that the reason why these companies have these perks is to invite the best? Well, what if, what if, the be- what if we are the best? And we obviously don't look for companies with free donuts. You know, we look for companies that will stay out of your business, let you do your work, and let you go home. Mm-hmm. I think within the Bay Area, too, with work culture, not a lot of people can afford the, the housing now. So people are working all these hours so that they could pay rent. Unless, you know, you work at Google or something like that. I mean, Google has a shuttle service. I think they could pick you up from your house. Yeah, a lot of companies have that now. I'm like, dang. You're, they're so integrated in your life now. It's like... I guess back in the day, a company used to take care of you. I guess Google and all these big companies are kind of doing... But do you want to be taken care of? No. I want to figure out how to take care of myself. I don't need a company to take care of me. But for now, you know, I'm just working so I can get money. Okay. What is your ultimate goal then? Ultimate goal is to make sure I have enough when I retire. So it's all about you? Oh. But my ultimate goal is to get married and have multiple children. Multiple perspectives. <laughs> multiple, <laughs> multiple children. And they're all uh, Democrats. Oh, man. Uh, maybe maybe two of them out of the 12. Out of the 12. The rest are... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and these are all different. They all have different moms, right? Is that correct? Uh, no, it should be one. Well, you know, by the time we get there, they're going to be all live babies. So, no mom. What? Yeah. All live babies from now on. Well, how can that happen, man? Without a woman. Are you saying, are you you saying it's against, it's against God? Is that what you're saying? It's against (laughs) human nature. (laughs) It's an abomination. It's an abomination. 
Oh, not anymore. Not no, anymore, it's though. A, it's a, it's a yeah, Trump it nation is. now. That's what it is now. So let's close it up here. This was one of our uh, more sloppy episodes, but I think it's just the topic. The topic doesn't warrant articles. You know, it warrants a freestyle Eminem type discussion. It's like an open discussion thing. Right. And I think we need to revisit this in the future because I, this is an ongoing situation. It's never going to end. And we all live it. And we all live it. In this cold, dank world. Is that is that is that it for us? Do we just work until we die now? Is that our, our fate? <sighs> I mean, we already did the first, you know, 25% of our lives. So what's the remaining 75%? Do we just work until we die? <laughs> Good question. Nobody ever asked us that. <laughs> So what do we do now? <laughs> you figure out what you do. Uh, well, no, we're, we're supposed to go back to school. That's what people are telling us. Oh, you got to get your master's. You got to get a PhD. You got to do this. You got to have kids. You got to get married. You got to figure out what you, you want to do. You got to change shirts every day. What, what, what is this crazy talk, man? Change yeah. shirts? You got to iron your shirt every day. Get new Where shoes. does it say that you can't wear the same shirt two days in a row? I, I don't know. It's in the... Tell uh, me where it says that. Westernized, uh, Westernized consumer Bible. That's called the Cosmopolitan. So, for those who are listening, <laughs> it is a cold and dank world out there. It is there. a dark and damp world. Very dark, and that's why Multiple Perspectives is here to speak about topics like this to trigger some people. In doing things that may change their own personal life, maybe. So grab the baton of light and follow us through the dark tunnel to the end. Till the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Whoa. end is uh, is uh, you know the end of the show. No, the revelation yeah. of our Lord and Savior. You're listening to 1390 AM <laughs> Christ Talk. Bless music. <laughs> all right, all right. We got to close it up here. So next week, uh, let's go back to a uh, different format. Maybe we'll watch a movie. We'll, um, sure. You ever seen Flubber? Oh, yeah. I see. Yeah, let's talk about that next week. <laughs> <laughs> you just heard MP. We'll see you next week. See you.